Hello and welcome back to the Lightning Mindset Podcast. How is everyone? I hope you've all had a wonderful week. It has been an interesting weekend. As you know, the Queen has passed, so sending my respects to her and to all of their families over there. Strange week indeed hearing that news. Uh, a bit odd at first. It's kind of uh, the first thing I think that came to my mind was like, oh, she's always been there. Now it's going to be a bit different. But anyways, it's all part of this this life that we're in, this change that we're in. And we are coming close to halfway through September. Spring is in the air. Things are a bit warmer. I'm looking outside. There's so many different colors and flowers. So it's a, yeah, it's really cool time. Especially if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, things starting to warm up. Uh, Yeah, thank you to everyone for all your feedback the other week from last week's race at Burnley. Really nice to hear all of your comments and words that you've shared. So thank you very much for that. And going to dive into this week's episode. And on this week's episode, I've done it on a word that I've kind of found from a book I've been reading, which is called The Power of One More um, by Ed Milet. And it's probably one of my favorite words for 2022. And what this word is, is equanimity. And what equanimity means basically is how you show calmness and composure when under pressure, when under sticky situations. How do you show calmness and composure during those times? I'm going to read parts of one of the chapters in The Power of One More, which is on equanimity. Uh, It starts off from this chapter, from this really good quote from Viktor E. Frankl, who was a psychiatrist, a neurologist, and also a Holocaust survivor. And what he says is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I'm going to jump into some of the some of the chapters on equanimity here. So, to lead a blissful life, you must seek equanimity. In basic terms, equanimity is achieving serenity and mental calmness in a world filled with stressors. But it's much more than that. Equanimity is the quiet glue that underpins a lot of the other ideas. To reach the highest level of these strategies, you must do so with an advanced degree of equanimity. Equanimity originates from the Latin word equanimitas, <laughs> equanimitas, having an even mind. It is the result of combining equus, which is even, and animus, which is mind and soul. Searching for an even mind and soul 
is an elusive virtue. People spend lifetimes in search of equanimity and people have struggled to find calmness throughout their life. Sometimes finding equanimity is easier in low stress situations. However, it's a lot more valuable when you can summon it under duress. By better understanding what equanimity is and putting it into practice, certain paths to success take less time and are more frequent and substantial. We can't control the vast majority of what goes on in our lives. We can dream, set standards and goals and adjust our thinking and actions in a dozen different ways. What we can't do is control outcomes despite our best efforts. For many people, the natural response is disappointment, frustration, despair and anger. Nobody is immune from those feelings at one time or another. But what if you could raise your awareness about other ways to condition your brain and your response to outside forces and outcomes? What if you didn't let setbacks negatively impact you? What if you rose above bad outcomes to a positive and rational mental state impervious of those setbacks? That is the essence of equanimity. When faced with a difficult situation such as a stressful phone call, a poor meeting, a financial setback, or relationship challenge, the highest achievers can find equanimity when others can't. Why do some elite performers rise to an even higher level in crunch time when others will? Equanimity is the invisible separator between super elite performers and those who are average and ordinary. Think of it this way. Everyone can find degrees of equanimity most of the time. One of the things that separates them from high achievers is that high achievers can find equanimity when they need it the most. Equanimity is one of the world's oldest philosophies and its elements are present in many religions. There's loads of different things from different texts and religious, uh, religious texts. So, you know, peace be with you. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Equanimity is also woven into several Indian, Eastern Indian religions. For example, Hinduism asks believers to abandon all attachments to success or failure. Elements of yoga teach that equanimity is attainable through regular meditation and mental disciplines that clear the mind and bring a closer, healthy balance. Equanimity is a spiritual philosophy in one's of humanity's deep-seated pillars. It is a spiritual belief that has been taught and praised for centuries. Before diving deeper into individual elements of equanimity, it's necessary to recognise how it's been woven into society for millennia. Like any challenges, begin by breaking a big concept like equanimity into smaller parts. That will add clarity and simplicity and make it easier to accept equanimity in its entirety. Now there's a lot more to this chapter, but I thought I'd, I'd share with that the first sort of four or five pages. And it's a brilliant, brilliant chapter. And the word equanimity 
something I've been trying to practice more and more, you know, throughout my daily life. Because it is tricky, isn't it? When you, when you sort of come into those situations that are tough, whether it's, could be anything, it could be, you know, presentations or it could be dealing with different sorts of people or something happens. It's like, how do you deal with it during that time with, you know, calmness and composure? I think the best thing to do as well is just to put yourself in those situations from time to time and test yourself, test your equanimity, your calmness and how you react to certain situations it's definitely something I'm going to practice a lot, lot more going forward. And it's definitely a word I'm going to share with more and more people because I think it will really help, yeah, in particular situations in their life. So if there's something you can do to practice equanimity, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, as I said, if you if you want to read more on this, um, the book, The Power of One More by Ed Milet, it's been an awesome read. I literally just finished that over the weekend. Uh, some really, really good things in here around habits and faith and embracing inconvenience. So yeah, highly recommend it if you're looking for something new to read in this springtime. As for now, I'm going to leave it on that. Thank you for listening to this episode on equanimity and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks.